Chapter 4 The Lies of Apep In Egyptian mythology, Apep was the serpent of chaos, lies, and delusion. Every day, Ra's sunbark floats across the sky, and as he reaches the end and night begins to fall, the writhing black serpent known as Apep appears and threatens to end the day forever. It is Set who then strides forth with his spear to do battle with Apep, dispelling chaos and delusion, so that the sun may rise again. When Set does battle with Apep, he signifies the principle of consciousness and truth doing battle with the principle of lies and delusion. The ancient Zoroastrians knew of the force of Apep and called it the Druge, which literally means the lie. This principle will come into play in a very material sense when we activate engine S2. But as a preliminary step, we need to do some cleanup in the psychic sense. Consider this a form of mental housekeeping. Imagine for a moment that the individual mind-body complex could be represented by a house. Clearing out lies and delusion might be considered the same as clearing out your basement or garage. Now imagine that the Nebu generator is actually a large machine that you will need to keep in your basement or garage, where you can safely fire up the three engines of the generator and keep them running. You need to clear out the space so the generator will have a place to run safely and efficiently. It is the same in the psychic sense. You will need to make room for the Nebu generator to exist and function, and you will need to make mental space for it. Once it's running, your biggest threat is the dirt, grease, and grime it will accumulate over time. You will need to return to clean the engine and your house periodically, just a set must do battle with a pep through the darkness of every single night. Let's start with the idea of cleaning your house, wherever it is you might live in the real world, in a very literal sense. Do you make your bed in the morning? Do you vacuum, dust, pick up debris regularly? Your house and primary dwelling space is a representation of your psyche. If you can't clean your room, how can you expect to clean your psyche? Learn to start with the simple, obvious, and tangible items. Seriously, after your own honest self-assessment, you will realize you need to clean your room. You need to focus on this first, because if you don't, the chaos of a pep will already be clouding your psychic system and distorting all your results going forward. If you don't know what state your room is in, you need to put this book down and go check it out. Clean your room, make your bed, and then come back to this. If your room is cleaned and your bed is made, then let's talk about your mental world. Your mental world is largely a result of how you perceive the world around you. One reason people have problems with money is that they simply hold many fallacies and delusions about it. Recall that one of the fundamental principles of magic is that by ordering the subjective universe in a conscious and willful manner, a subsequent change in the objective universe may result. 
The fallacies and delusion that you hold in your psyche will work against your success with money. No matter how hard you might wish for more money, the lies will work against it because they have an unavoidable, even if unacknowledged, effect on your mental state. Before you can ever hope to be successful with money, you will have to see and confront all the lies that you have accepted over your lifetime. This is no easy task as the lies have a lot of weight behind them since many of them are actually taught in public schools, universities, and are constantly reiterated through TV, social media, and many other sources. Throughout your life, you have literally been bombarded with wave upon wave of delusion. It will require a special effort to see through it. There's probably no limit to the number of mistruths that can be manufactured by the forces of a pep. But in the realm of finance and economics, we can distill these to four primary lies. One, there is a free lunch. Two, debt is good. Three, you don't deserve to be wealthy. And four, the get-rich-quick scheme. If you can honestly change your perspective in regard to these things, then you will be able to change how you communicate about the possibility of wealth, and soon you will actually begin to remanifest wealth in the world around you. First, you must be able to think about it. Then you have to be able to talk about it. Then you'll start seeing changes in the real world because you'll be able to do something about it. You'll see the problem wasn't so much what you were doing with your skills and your talents, but rather what you were feeding yourself with. If you refuel with garbage and lies, you will produce garbage and lies. You need to get some clean fuel moving through your engine. When you finally see these thought patterns in yourself and their falsehood, you may be amazed at how much you see them in others. What is even more horrifying is the realization that the system is set up to create this situation. People are encouraged to believe these lies, and many of the lies are presented as facts by schools, banks, and other institutions. You will see a pep, and you will understand why Set fights the battle every day. It is inevitable as one begins looking into the laws of economics that one will encounter questions regarding the role of governments and economies. As much as we may like the idea of never confronting the bugaboo of politics, it is inevitable that we will scrape against it since governments at various times throughout history have manipulated, exploited, or otherwise attempted to control economies. Economies, in the end, are natural phenomena, which arise as the result of a plurality of individuals seeking to maximize their life experience. But when governments, churches, or other forms of central authority involve themselves in economies, it necessarily has an effect usually deleterious, on the possible outcomes and opportunities for individuals. When you encounter the specter of regulation and taxation from central authority, 
and realize how much this affects the lives of individuals and your own life, you may be tempted to take up the spear of social reformer, determining what is the best way for everyone to live. However, this is a path that leads to a different place than the Nebu generator. In order to pursue personal success, you don't have to worry about changing the world for everyone. It is not necessary to take on the burdens of saving the world in order to activate the pure and just principles of the wealth generator in your life. Then maybe one day you'll find when you do start to achieve success, you can start sending out vibrations that might help others do the same. Think of great entrepreneurial success stories like Steve Jobs, Andrew Carnegie, and Henry Ford. Rational self-interest may have fueled their rise to success, but part of the pathway of that success was improving life opportunities for millions of other people. The first step in freeing yourself from the lies is simply seeing them. That may sound too easy at first, but keep in mind, many of these ideas are sacred cows and considered gospel in many circles. Seeing through them is great, but then you're a one-eyed man in the land of the blind. How long can you endure the loneliness of being the only sane person in a world of the insane? You may be tempted to return to the world of lies simply out of loneliness. So in those moments of awakening, you must do as much as you can to change habits, start the engines of the Nebu generator moving, and start developing momentum in the direction of wealth. You must remember that wealth also means freedom. You must remember that you deserve to be wealthy. You must allow the unbelievers to pursue their own folly in peace while you go your own way toward success. Don't follow the herd. And don't be afraid to be the black sheep.